you feel stuck, you feel confused, you feel small, things aren't happening for you, you're inside the Mom Stuff Coffee Shop, a podcast dedicated to helping you get back up again, turning your pain into power and your trauma into triumph. I am your host, KK Smith, and welcome to today's show, Mindset Shift Part 2. What is making you feel stuck And what's making you feel small? Friends, I am so glad to continue our discussion on mindset shift. This is all a part of a new you, season two, kicking off the new year, becoming a new you, transforming your mind, transforming your life. So let's get into some things that might make you feel stuck or even make you feel small and unfulfilled. So the first thing I want to talk about is having a victim's mentality. So sometimes, friends, when you survived in a lot of trauma, a lot of setbacks, a lot of failure in life, you can begin to develop a victim's mentality. So you tell yourself you just can't get over it, no matter what. You love to pet this story. Oh my goodness, you pet this story like a cat. This story is so connected to you. It makes you feel important somehow. It gives you something to stand on. It gives you something to have in your life. It is your precious story. It's all a part of the victim's mentality. They did this to me. And you know what? It might be true, but that is no reason to get stuck in the victim's mentality. The victim's mentality keeps us limited. It keeps us small. It keeps us in this room with four walls and no windows. It keeps us trapped. And one thing that has helped me with not having a victim's mentality is constantly realizing that, okay, they might have did this to me, but guess what? There have been things in life that I need to be forgiven for. Another sign of a victim's mentality is that you keep the record. You lock the story up and you throw away the key. It's locked in your mind forever. You become the victim of your story, you actually start to become a victim of the victim's mentality. Another thing that keeps us small is retelling the story, retelling the story without a purpose. The story keeps you limited, stuck, unfulfilled. And believe it or not, the story can cause so much stress inside your body. You can have feelings of lack, depression, feelings of loneliness and fear. Now, if you're telling the story to usher greatness in someone, that's totally different. Like, as I mentioned in the last show, Joyce Myers, Joyce Myers tells her story about how she was abused when she was a child. She was molested by her father. And this story has a connection with so many broken people. Joyce Myers has delivered so many people from a limited mindset through retelling her story with purpose. But if your story has caused you to be limited, stuck, and unfulfilled, it's time to just let that story completely go and start telling yourself a new story with a happy beginning, middle, and end. Another thing that keeps us stuck is reactive emotions instead of proactive emotions. This gives others the power over our lives. Why? Because we are reacting to things that they do. We're actually reacting to things that they say. And friends, having reactive emotions can always lead us 
into trouble because we're not taking our life by the horns and leading our lives. We're actually waiting for someone to say or do something and then we react. Now, proactive people, they have a leg up. Let me tell you, proactive people don't just let life swing them in all different directions. They might be struggling with decision making, but they make the decision. They choose. They choose the emotion. They choose the thought. They choose which direction their life is going to go in. Now, let's be clear. I'm not saying just because you make quick choices that they are the right choices, but you're not stuck. You're not reactive. And a huge life-changing decision should never be rushed. Now, the next couple of things I was listening to a pastor and friends. This was so much food for my soul and fuel for my life. One of the main things that keeps us stuck is feeling powerless to change our circumstances. And I know if you've been through something major in your life, a setback, difficulties, things repeatedly not working out for you, you sometimes feel powerless to change the circumstances. Believe me, friends, I've been there. So what are some of the signs that you're feeling powerless? You always look at the glass half empty instead of half full. I remember a time when I absolutely felt so powerless because I had a major life setback. I told myself the same things over and over. And guess what? Things did not change until I changed. I went from powerlessness to thinking, you know, I might be able to do this to, okay, I am going to do this because I promised myself I would. So friends, I want you to realize how much power you have on your own without any outside force. The power of thinking positively, the power of getting yourself out of those mindsets that keep you down and keep you stuck. So pay attention when you feel powerless to any situation. The next thing is I absolutely hate the word hater. And when I was listening to this sermon, the pastor was talking so much about haters. And I was thinking, wow, do we really give that much power to people that don't like us? And here's what I already knew when reading the Bible, you will see that even the Bible talks about your enemies. The Bible talks a lot about your enemies and how God is able to make your enemies your footstool, enemies in battle, enemies in friendship. Enemies are real. So today we call them haters. So one thing he said is you're focused on not doing a certain thing because you're worried about your haters. You're worried about what will they think? Will they support me? I can't do this because that person might be offended, angry, jealous. And friends, this is a real thing. People stop doing what they love. People stop pursuing their dreams and passions because they are too overly concerned with their haters. Now, let me tell you this. There will be people along life's journey that will absolutely hate what you're doing. They will absolutely hate you for doing it. But that is no reason to give up. If any one of you follow me on social media, I told a story last year about a friend who was a really dear friend of mine. And this friend 
would always hang around me for the good times. I also have another business and this friend sometimes would come and sit with me in my business. And I started giving motivational talks on Facebook and I hadn't heard from this friend. Sometimes this friend would comment a lot under my photos or things that I would say, positive messages that I would put out on social media. And one day I gave a really in-depth talk and the talks became more frequent and I I began to just feel that I needed to talk about certain issues that were coming up in life that would help a lot of people, hence the podcast. Well, one day I opened my messenger and it was a very negative message from my dear friend. The message told me that who do I think I was? Who in the world gave me permission to speak like I speak, to encourage people? Who do I think I was? And friends, this really hurt me to my core. It hurt me to my soul because I absolutely love this dear friend. I absolutely admired this friend. And the worst part about this, and here's a story that I told on Facebook, is that I look back over my timeline and it had been at least two years from the time of the message that I didn't talk about another thing. Friends, if we are too concentrated on our haters, we will totally miss our marks in life. Imagine that. I actually let this person get inside of my head and I shut myself down because friends, I was operating reactively to life. I no longer had the fortitude in me to produce the thing that I know I was born to do, the thing that God told me to do. And so this was so powerful and I'm glad that I did hear this sermon because it really opened my eyes to something that we don't think about. Life is full of social media now. There are people that absolutely hate what you're doing. Again, as I stated, there are friends that might be even close to you that they absolutely hate what you're doing, but you have to think about it. Will I give them that much power or will I keep going to my destiny? And friends, we have to keep going towards our destinies if we're ever going to have full joy, full peace, and turn our pain into power. You know, this is such a real thing. I have a friend who's also an entrepreneur and she was telling me how when she started her business, she expected so many of her other friends to be happy for her and they weren't. Friends that she had been highly engaged with on social media, when she posted her business idea, nothing happened. There was no reception from her deep friends. They stopped calling her. They stopped calling her for girl time. They stopped calling her for advice. So friends, this is a real thing. Sometimes there are people that are very close to us that are our haters. Oh Lord, I hate the word haters, but sometimes this is a real thing. And so we have to be aware so we will keep going and have the tools necessary to shift our minds and become proactive regardless of what anyone thinks. We're going to keep going. So it doesn't matter what your haters think. So I thought about five tools to keep us growing in this area. Mindset, shifting our mindsets, growing, accomplishing our goals. So the first one is countering the victim mentality. Think 
about being a victor. A victor realizes that things might have happened in life, but they refuse to keep telling themselves to be a victim. They refuse to be a victim of their circumstances. They rise above it. And one thing that keeps you out of the victim mentality is realizing that things might have happened to you. But think of how many things that you actually need to be forgiven for. And instantly you pop out of victim mentality because you realize that life is ups and downs and we have to forgive each other. So the tools for retelling the story, get out of the loop, get out of the loop quick. When you find yourself retelling your story for no purpose, stop. Catch yourself telling the story if it's not helping anyone. You're just breaking yourself down into teeny emotional fragments. So what is the tool for being proactive versus reactive? Assign your mood for the day. Tell your mind where it's going, what you're going to do, how you're going to react. Challenge yourself with decisions each day. Make small decisions faster. List the major decisions that you have to make and become proactive. So here's a quick exercise. List three decisions that you need to make. Don't leave these decisions up to anyone else. Bounce ideas off yourself and then make the decision. Remember, practice makes perfect. So a tool for powerlessness is one thing I realize is that isolation can breed powerlessness. Get around people who can help you focus on the positive parts of your life. And last week, if you listen to Mindset Shift Part 1, I talked about what are you actually thinking about. Be purposeful in thinking about what you're actually thinking about. Oftentimes, we let our thoughts run our lives. We're not thinking about, this is a wrong thought. And I also talked about the battlefield of the mind and how so many mindsets and suggestions come in our lives each and every day. And instead of going with those specific mindsets, we need to purposefully think about what we're thinking about. So stop yourself, go for a walk, get some fresh air, put some space between you and the thoughts and realize it's only a thought and not your life. So what are we going to do about the haters? My suggestion, run, get away, get away from them. But you can't always do that. So here are some tools. Get away from anyone who keeps you stuck in a negative energy loop. A great awakening for me has been realizing that sometimes we're in the familiar and we're operating with people and systems and groups that are familiar and they might be keeping us stuck. They might be keeping us small. They might be keeping us pressed down. And so we want to be around the familiar because it is familiar and because it might be something we love. It might be a friend we love. It might be somewhere we love to go, but it is so negative. And friends, that is my tool to get around new people new systems. So many times we run our lives by the familiar and the familiar sometimes is not where our dreams are happening and we're reaching our goals. So try a totally different environment because people that are not for you sometimes can be close to you. And remember, God will bless you more on your way than from when you start. I heard this quote years ago when I was absolutely stuck and it's been one of my favorite quotes. God will bless you more on your way, that means get started, than from when you start. And the speaker was talking about being on a diving board and we're standing on the diving board and we will not 
jump off the diving board and we keep going back, keep going back year after year. And there's this coach, we've signed up for swimming lessons and there's this coach in the water and we know they're the best coach, but we keep going back. We keep pivoting from the diving board. But friends, if you just jump in, if you just trust God. He can bless you more on your way than from when you start. Sure, you might not do it great the first time, but you will get going. And this is how we get to our dreams. This is how we get to our passions. And this is how we turn our pain into power one stroke at a time. And remember this, as I wrap it up, God will send you people who will help you along your journey. So realize that you don't have to be stuck in pain. You don't have to be stuck in trauma. You can get to your goals and your dreams. If all the doors close, it does not matter. God is leading you to the one that is just for you. Trust me on this. I know because I've lived this. So here's the thought I want you to think about this week. Turn your gaze vertically. Look up from where all your help comes from. Refuse to look to your left or your right and stay connected to the source. Stay connected to God, friends. It is possible to have a mindset shift. It is possible to live a whole new life because you decided to change your mind one thought at a time. So friends, thank you for joining me today inside the Mom Stuff Coffee Shop where we're turning pain into power and trauma into triumph. Friends, I hope this show has been great food for your soul and fuel for your life. Friends, I'm KK Smith. There is a great resource for you on the website that's opening soon, Mom Stuff Coffee Shop and also kksmithmedia.com. So until next time, friends, remember you can always celebrate wins and get back up again inside the Mom Stuff Coffee Shop.